Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast for December 12, 2019. I am Michael Bear and will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, a plan in which he intends at the end of time to raise up a people who shall rule with him and a government that should be established at the last time. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to share our videos with your family and friends, to follow through with the studies that we encourage you to do, so you can help build yourself up in your knowledge of God and Jesus Christ with the scriptures referred to as eternal life. If you have um, access to Facebook, you can find our handle, Emerging Temple in Facebook, where you can see some of our older videos, where you can like our page, and you can share those videos with your family and friends. Also, if you um, have a subscribe button, or a notification bell icon at the lower left hand of your screen, I would like you to go ahead and hit those buttons. Hit the subscribe button so that we can come up in the rankings and people can be more able to find us. And if you hit the bell icon, you will receive notifications every time we upload new videos. So you can be up to speed with what's going on. All right, excellent. Um, if you want to support us, you can visit our website, which is www.templeoftruth.us that's templeoftruth.us or you can visit patreon.com that's patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com and seek our handle look for our handle emerging temple and they'll be able to support us um, through that um, medium okay um that's it for announcement right now. I, I want, we're going to continue um, into the last part, I assume, the last part of our teaching on angels and demons. And today we're going to try to look at, you know, certain aspects and qualities of them that we haven't addressed so far. There's a whole lot. So what we've been doing, remember, this is just like guides to guide you to scripture so you can have, have you know where to go to, in scripture to understand this subject because this world in which we live in as, 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 a, as on a macro level on a macro level is agitated and motivated a lot by negative angelic powers and personal relationships are aggravated and energized by negative demonic powers okay on a micro level Okay, so the need to understand its operations are there because there are many, many so-called men and women of God performing all kinds of miracles all over the world that are operating based on the powers that these demonic forces make available to them or satanic forces, angelic forces make available to them. They're both satanic, so angelic forces. And we need to be able to understand that not every miracle and not every... Um, um, clairvoyance is of God or is of holiness or is of righteousness or from Jesus Christ. We need to be able to discern what is of God and what is not of God. And this teaching today is just, uh, you know, like an elementary initiation into the right, you know, manner or, 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 or method of analyzing and diagnosing, you know, spiritual problems. Okay. So this is not the all, all uh, the all in all. This is just you know baby steps, an introduction 
into how to use scriptures to de determine whether this man of God or this woman of God that is doing these things is of God. Certain things that you need to understand, okay? If a man or a woman of God is being used to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to do all these things, they would be so passionately trying to make you see that this is done by God and nothing to do with them. They will be doing everything possible to make you see that they're just the same as you and that God can use it to do the exact same thing. They'll be very, very uncomfortable with all the accolades, with all the invitation from presidents and this and that because they'll be uncomfortable with it. That's because they're not operating with a clean spirit. Okay, that's... I'm not saying just the fact that you see a man of God with a president. It's good for presidents to have real men and women of God around them. I support that. That's really good. But I'm saying when you see them, you know, hanging around with your presidents and leaders, you know, for material gain, something is wrong. Okay? Something is wrong. So the word of God is the integral measure okay, of what is spiritual and what is not spiritual. And if you don't develop your word content, okay, if you don't, and these videos are right here for you now, okay, and it's showing you where you can go in scripture to develop your word content so you can be able to stand when the attacks come because your standing has to be based on the word of God. But if there is no word of God in you, what are you standing on? So I put together a PowerPoint presentation that we're going to go through. I'd like us to go through these. And um, let's do this, yeah. Okay, so Ace of Demons, part three. We've already done the first two parts. This is the final part. In this final part of the study, we shall see that angels and demons can see the future have hierarchies and can be used by God himself. So what are we saying here? We said, you see these people who say they read your palms, they can, you know, see a crystal ball or they can look in water or whatever and they can see things. Whatever methodology by which they are able to accurately do these things, they're able to do these things because they receive power from the other side, but do not demand any holiness from us, okay? So that's one thing you need to understand, that the fact that you go to so-called men of God and they can see everything about you, they can see what, that doesn't mean they're operating from God, okay? And we're gonna see that. Second thing is that they have hierarchies, okay? Not all fallen angels are at the same level. Not all demons are at the same level, yes, but, you know, the scriptures tell us about the hierarchies of the angels, and it gives them, you know, names, and we will see that as we go further. And thirdly, and this is the strangest thing of all, God himself makes use of the evil angels, okay? And we're going to see that from scripture, because he, remember, is the Lord of all, and that told us that none of these angels okay, disobey God like we do, okay? The thing is, you and I are blessed that we have the redemption through his son, Jesus Christ, and through the blood of Jesus Christ, we receive the power to be those things that God wants us to be, not by our own strength, okay? But we have an enemy that hates us 
because they have not afforded that same opportunity. So they know they're going down and want to take as many as possible with them. And the great, one of their greatest weapons is deception. And you're going to see that today. All right? Okay. I mean, you're going to see that from Scripture today. All right. So let's look at Acts chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. And this is where we're going to see that demons can see the future. Okay? And we're going to read a short story of something that happened to the Apostle Paul and his companions and how Paul was able to discern that even though the young lady who was following them and speaking about Jesus Christ was saying the correct things about Jesus Christ, Paul was able to discern that she wasn't a Christian and she was possessed by a demon, by a fallen angel, by whatever, but by lying, by a deceiving spirit, okay? By a deceiving spirit. In some Bible translations, I don't know why, but it's referred to as the spirit of Python. Okay, snakes are supposed to be liars. Okay, but let's read this. So we're going to take from verse 16, and we're actually going to go all the way to verse 20. Okay, and this is Acts chapter 16, from verse 16 to 20. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel, for those of you who don't know what a damsel is, a damsel is a young girl, a young lady. Okay, all right. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Soothsaying means being able to tell the future. The same, that's the damsel, followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Isn't that good news? Man, if, she, if I had been there, I might have just run to embrace her and say, Oh, sister, oh, what church do you go to? Well, listen, verse 18. And this did she many days. I would have said, Wow, she has the gift of an evangelist. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, that's the Spirit in her, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Verse 19. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city. Now, Notice here, some people were making merchandise of this girl. Today, those same people can put a robe on her, start some church somewhere down the street, advertise, and have her do soothsaying, claiming she's doing it with the power of Jesus Christ. And you all will flock into those churches because you want to see your future. You want somebody who will use the name of Jesus to soothsay for you. And we need to be very careful because while we can deceive everybody else on the outside, God sees our hearts. Okay? He sees our hearts. All right. So, let's continue. There are hierarchies of angels. I mentioned that earlier. 
And Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 to 12 will show us that, okay? So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, Paul is, you know, saying goodbye, but he warns them about certain things. And he says, from verse 11, he says, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, when you read this, you would assume that it's a reinforcement, okay? In other words, he's talking about the same group of people, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. But actually, he's giving us different categories of operations. Now, whether one of you can operate in all categories, I don't know. That's not what this is all about. But we need to understand what is a principality, okay? A principality, if you followed with us, I believe in yesterday's broadcast of the day before, we talked about the angel Gabriel being sent down by God with a message to Daniel. And when he met a certain prince, the Bible refers to that prince as the prince of Persia, a fallen angel, he stopped Gabriel. And Gabriel couldn't go past him. Now, this is an angel of God. He couldn't go past him. And Gabriel had to send for reinforcements by calling for angel Michael to come in and help him out so he could pass through. Okay? So we have these princes who rule certain areas, and they're called principalities. Then we have what are called powers. These powers specialize in affecting our environment, okay? So a lot of natural disasters can be inspired by fallen angels, okay? So we read, I think yesterday as well, we read about Satan coming to God with the sons of God and God saying, have you seen my servant Job, how righteous he is? And then Satan says, you just permit me to test him and you will see he's not righteous, okay? And the Bible tells us that Satan goes out there and begins to create earthquakes and begins to create whirlwinds and begins to create diseases. Okay? So these are, these, this is an exhibition of power. So they're angels whose forte is power. Okay? They, they're behind a lot of... I'm not saying all natural disasters are caused by them, but I'm saying they have the ability to make things happen. They have the ability to, to, to affect animate objects that you and I are seeing here, okay? Then you have what are called the rulers of darkness, okay? The rulers of darkness, darkness is a sense of separation from God, okay? Ignorance. When you and I were in before God had mercy on us and flipped the switch on and put on the light of Christ and we came to a realization of our own nakedness and our own hopelessness and we repented and we asked God to come into our life and make us a new person. And let me tell you, friends, if you haven't had this experience in which you became aware that you were in darkness and that you needed a Savior, then you need to pray right now to God that he gives you that sense so that you know that you know that you know that you have come out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay? You've come out of darkness into his marvelous light. So the rulers of the darkness of this world are a different breed of angels. Okay? Fallen angels, I mean. They're the ones that put us to sleep from the true gospel. 
than ones that push another gospel that makes you think it's the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it's not the gospel of Jesus Christ because it has no power in itself to make you like God, which the true gospel of Jesus Christ does. And then finally, I have what's called spiritual wickedness in high places. Wickedness here isn't like the, 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 the common term you and I use, oh, this person is wicked or whatever. It has to do with um, what you and I might refer to as licentiousness, um, depravity, um, um, debauchery, um, sodomite behavior. Um, this is what is referred to as wickedness, okay? What most people understand to be ungodly, that they are actually angels, fallen angels behind such things, okay? So in verse 13 of Ephesians chapter 6, Paul says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand. To stand means to minister to God. Now listen. I need you to go to your Bible and open Ephesians chapter 6 and read further. I can't go into it now. You've got to help yourself a little bit. I need you to go there and read it so you can find out what the armor is that Paul says if you have these, then you'll be able to be protected from what is happening in verse 11, which is the wiles of the devil. Okay? All right. Now, According to Second Chronicles, okay, Second Chronicles, chapter eighteen, verses eighteen to twenty-two, bad angels can be God's left hand, and so let's read a story, okay, from the book of Second Chronicles that it tells us about God being surrounded by all his angels on his right hand and on his left hand. And for those of you who do not know, the right hand of God in the Bible is figurative of favor with God. And the left hand of God is figurative of disfavor with God. So when it says, and the Lord was sitting with all his angels on his right hand and on his left hand, it means the bad guys and the good guys were in the house, okay? <laughs> and there's this king called Ahab, and the name of his wife was, wait for it, Jezebel, okay? That was the name of his wife, Jezebel, okay? The people don't even know the Bible, but they know that name, Jezebel, okay? This guy's wife was Jezebel. So you can imagine how wicked this guy was. This guy was so well, his wife was so wicked and they did such horrible things, okay, in Israel that God looked at the bad angels, looked at the good angels and the bad angels and said, who will go and destroy this guy? I mean, he had become the enemy of God, okay? Just imagine what you have to do for God to say, man, you've got to take this guy out of here. Okay, this is what went on. So let's read it from verse 18, okay, to 22. Second Chronicles Chapter 18, verses 18 to 22. It says, Again he said, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. This is the prophet speaking to the king. I saw the Lord sitting upon his throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left. Verse 19. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one spake saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. 
Then there came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto the spirit, How? Wherewith? And he said to the Lord, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of these prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. So this is the prophet telling the king who was about to go to war what God had said, that he was going to be destroyed. The king now, by the way, just to you know, I'll just you know, give you a little you know, extra. The king, by the way, didn't listen to the prophet. He did go to war. He did get killed. Okay? So you can see here that God is in absolute control of the fallen angels and of demons. There is nothing that is happening in the spirit world that is outside the control of God. Why does he permit them to do certain things to good people? Listen. Okay, we can't answer all of these things, but there's only one thing we know. The Bible says that all things work together for the good to them that love God and them that are the call according to his purpose. So when he says all things, it means the good and the bad. Okay, the, the sweet and the bitter. Okay, if you love God, don't quit. Okay, there's nothing that God will allow to happen to you that is for your good and for my good. Okay, now, this here is the end of this series of teachings on angels and demons. I hope that you've been able to get something from this. I really, um, you know, ask, you know, encouraging you not just to watch these videos and then just go away. I'm encouraging you to open your, your Bible. Okay, to open your Bible, to go and read up on these things. These scriptures I've given, there's a whole lot more around those same scriptures. So when, when I say go to Ephesians chapter 6, read it in context. If I say go to Second Chronicles, read it in context. And you begin to see that whether in the Old Testament or the New Testament, that there is nothing going on today that didn't happen there. You just have to be able to recognize the spirit, even though it's now in a new God, even though now it comes under the name of this religion or that religion. Okay, you've got to understand what is going on. You've got to be able to prepare yourself. Okay, listen, Jesus was in the boat. He told his disciples, he says, let us go on to the other side. And the Bible says they got into a boat. And once they got into the boat, Jesus fell asleep. And said when Jesus fell asleep, a sudden great wind came and began to toss the boat. But Jesus continued sleeping deeply. And when his disciples couldn't take it anymore, the Bible says they were scared and they shook him and said, Master, wake up, wake up. Don't you see we're about to die? And Jesus looked at them and said, you of little faith. He looked at the sea and he spoke to the sea and he said, be silent. He said, and straight away the sea became calm. And not only that, straight away they saw they were by the shore. And straight right away, a man came out of a cave and ran to Jesus and said, I know who you are. Have you come to torment us before the time? If you're going to cast us out of him. Guess what? There were demons in this man, in the cave, that knew that Jesus was coming. And they wanted to stop him from arriving. 
And so what they sought to do was to harass the boats so that Jesus and his disciples would say, oh, it's a bad day today, and they would go back. If God didn't send them, maybe they ought to have gone back. But because God did send them, Jesus didn't bother. Jesus knew that God could not ask him to do something and not have prepared a way. And I want you to use this to understand for those of us who might be going through things and we say, I don't know, I feel like the devil is working against me, whatever. I just want you to understand. If you're a child of God, if you love Jesus Christ in your heart of hearts, I'm not saying if you're a good person, you're a perfect person, you pay your tithes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if you, are love, if you love Jesus Christ, if you love God, and the one way you know you love God is because of the feelings and love that you have for those who love God, for those who are Christians, I want you to know if that is who you are, whatever you're going through now, whatever you think you're going through now, God is in absolute control of it. It might be hurting you on the inside. It might be something you never expected would happen, but now it's happened. And you look like your world is upside down. Listen, God knew that was going to happen before you were even born. And you already made a plan about what you're going to do, what you're going to be after this situation, after this stage, and was something better. And if you believe God, you will see that something better. If you don't believe God, you might not see that something better. Sometimes God overrules, and even when you don't believe, he still does for you what he has purposed to do for you. Okay? So, friends, I want to thank you for your time. I hope you've enjoyed this series on angels and demons. Um, like I always say, feel free to write to me through our um, handle in Facebook, Emerging Temple, or um, through this medium, through YouTube, in the uh, comment section, you know, I love to hear your own opinions. I love to hear what you have to say. And um, if there's anything you have contention about, also please feel free, you know, to to write that to me. You can also visit our website, templeoftruth.us, and you can use the contact us form right there, and it will come to me as an email. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world, I will respond to you personally. Okay. So I want to encourage you all. For those of you around the world who might, you know, be Muslims or Hindus or Buddhists or whatever, you're welcome to listen to these videos. This is from this, your God. This is from the Father of creation. And everybody ought to listen to this gospel. Give it an ear. At least listen first. Okay? So I want to encourage you, wherever you are, please, please study the Word of God. You know, study the scriptures, share them with your friends, share these videos with your family and friends. I can't say that enough. Share it with them. But also, I want to encourage you, subscribe to our channel, okay? And hit the bell icon so you can be notified whenever we upload new videos, okay? All right. Thank you so much for your time, everybody. This has been great. It's a great series. Um, in uh, in the next In our next session, we're probably going to go into a different topic. But at that point in time, we'll know exactly where we're going. But I think we've done just a little justice to this. All right? So thank you so much for your time. God bless you. See you tomorrow.